Hi everyone, WDW Happy Hour here. This is Catherine and I'm with my fellow podcast members, Matt, our intrepid producer. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Scott? I literally just said this, but I can tell we're off to a great start. Rob? Hello. And Holly? Hi. Hey guys, we're excited about this week's episode. We're going back to basics on our main topic, and we've got a ton of news, but before we start, um, we're going to do our Topping It Off, where we pick a Disney drink to feature, talk about, do a little mini review, Um, and Holly, you're up. All right, I'm going to take us to Epcot into the World Showcase. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go over to the American Pavilion, Regal Eagle, the outside bar. Does that have a name? You know what? Great question. Um, I thought it was all just the Regal Eagle. I thought just the outside was the Regal Eagle, and I yeah. was very confused when I uh, like realized it wasn't. And there's a big inside. Yeah, it literally just it. Wait, just wait, you didn't in know my head. I didn't realize the whole thing was the Regal Eagle. Oh, I'll I kind of just associated the outside with the Regal Eagle. And I did mobile order the last time I was there, and I was like standing at the outside bar, and they were like, "You gotta go inside." And I was like, "Oh, I'm dumb." I think the whole thing is just yeah, yeah. Really okay. so, which is so. weird because Disney loves to give different I names know. to different things. Yeah, usually like, okay, what's inside? If something's outside, it, it'll, it'll be like a, bu- a bar, like the yeah. Liberty Tree Bar or whatever. Exactly. Anyway. Um, well, technically, this was not a find. From moi. Okay. Um, this was a find from a podcast listener and friend, Joey Frazier. Um, it is called the Moonshine Sour. It has old smoky blackberry moonshine, blood orange, blackberry, and lemon. Mm. And it's $14. I mean, the presentation is just beautiful. Mm. I was going to get this drink the first time, but I think... I didn't get it because of the word sour. Oh. And sometimes was for me personally, sour drinks like okay, acid reflux. Oh yeah. Um but then he got it and he was raving about it. I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna go ahead and give this bad boy a try. And I bought it and it was delicious. Mm. If you are a big moonshine fan, this drink is very refreshing. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, sounds like it'd be right at home at homecoming. Yeah, that really does yeah. look like a homecoming. Oh, drink. absolutely. So I definitely recommend getting the moonshine sour. Okay. At Regal Eagle. At Regal. Outside. <laughs> outside. Bar. Outside Regal Eagle. Regal right. Eagle Smokehouse. Colon. <laughs> the outside. Sp- no, it's like crafts and barbecue. Oh, isn't uh, it? There's a fruit title. Or, uh, yeah. Like something. That might be the, the parenthetical for our podcast, too. Bruce oh, is that what maybe, Yeah, maybe that's what I'm confusing you Sponsored with. by Chevrolet, presented by the NFL. <laughs> it's Regal Eagle Smokehouse, Craft Drafts, and Barbecue. Craft Drafts and Craft Drafts. That'd be a fun game to do, like, all the parentheticals. <laughs> oh, I feel like we, we did something yeah, like the that. Yeah, we did the yeah. full names. Yeah. That, was a hard, that was a fun and slash it's not difficult easy. one. Um, oh, that sounds delicious. It does sound good. The whole yeah. menu outside looked very intriguing. So. And inside, because it's the yeah. same, apparently. No, it is not. That's weird. I will tell you that. <laughs> because when we were just at uh, Disney earlier this week, um, I wanted to get a drink from there. Because you know whose drinks really stink? The inside the American Adventure Pavilion. They have like a wine, and that's it. Oh, as oh, far yeah. as food mm-hmm. and wine, you mean? Yeah, the food okay. and wine kiosk. Yeah, in, yeah. Like they don't have any beer, nothing. And I was like, dang it. And we had a table inside the rotunda, and I was like, well, I'm just going to order something from Regal Eagle then. And I knew there was something I wanted to try there, and that was <laughs> it. But they did not have that on the, the mobile order menu. So I just mobile ordered and got something else to be to displayed at a upcoming podcast (laughs) (laughs) but yeah all right so rob what do we have as far as news goes all right so we'll give we'll go to disneyland first we haven't talked about that much out there so um disneyland finally announced details of their annual pass program it's now called magic key program so um similar to uh, 
I, people speculated that it was going to change quite a bit and pricing would change quite a bit. But there's four different levels. Um, I, how they come up with these? There's a dream key, belief key, enchant key, and imagine key. Um, and then just different levels. Dream key is the highest, thirteen ninety nine. No blackout dates. You could hold up to six park reservations and book um, thirty day, uh, ninety days in advance. There's some discounts. The believe uh, you can make up to six with some blackout dates. Enchant six forty nine. Four reservations, even more blackouts, and then Imagine is uh, the Southern California uh, one that they've typically Locals, had. Yeah. yeah, you could have two reservations and it has the most blackout dates. Do you guys remember when like the Premier Passport that got you both an annual pass at Disneyland, both parks, and all the Disney World parks was like a thousand bucks? Yeah, it was less than a thousand. It was nine ninety nine, which is insane. Yes. And that wasn't that long ago. No, it was within no, it was a, six it, it was a, right around when we started going. Right, because I remember we were buying it outside mm -hmm. when we met you at Disneyland that yeah. one time. <laughs> and that would have been like 2015. And I did the math. Uh, maybe not. 2015? Yeah. Is yeah. that it? Just yeah. Six, yeah. six years ago, you uh -huh. could get an annual pass for both coasts for under a thousand bucks? Yeah. But I remember at the time when Holly and I were traveling, it would, I looked into it. And because we had the access to the gold yes. annual pass at Disney gold, World, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it, we would have had to definitely have gone twice to Disneyland, and we weren't traveling yeah. that much at that point. Uh -huh. But um, now I don't. I, they don't offer that right no, now. No, they don't. And the last time was I think it was over two thousand. Yeah, or close it sure to was. it. So a hundred percent inflation. Yeah. Yeah. And you got Straight the water parks, and you got Disney Quest, man. That Unreal. was a great pass. Um, but so the specul. So here's, uh, I didn't see or hear this anywhere, but this is my speculation. The fact that they didn't raise these all that much. I don't have the old prices, so don't quote me on it. Maybe a hundred or so it went up. To me, they're going to get everybody with the new fast, fast pass, pass. Yeah. and I could see that being. Hundreds of dollars to add to an annual pass, oh. like four or five hundred dollars. This is me speculating. Oh, this is me. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. That's I not... am waiting for the hammer, like the hammer to fall. I don't think that's that far fetched. No, Thank I don't you. either. It depends what that gets you. If it means that every time you have a park pass, you get three fast passes, it's less crazy than if it's like six. Six fast pass days a year, or something oh like that. Total, goodness. right? Okay, so <laughs> with that said, the next story coincides, right? So we talked about this, but Disneyland Paris started offering their new service, Premier Access, which replaces Fast Pass. You're you're purchasing Fast Passes. I mean, that's what it is. Um, so we saw some of the pricing for some of the attractions. Um, did you guys see the? Um, I, I didn't know. No, you didn't yeah, see it. No, I might have seen like a sample, but I can't remember. Okay, so I'm going to throw in an attraction. We're going <laughs> to we're going to see if you guys could. We'll have a guessing game. You want here. us to guess what we think? Yeah, it is well, or like, what we and, think. This, and again, it's going to change depending on demand. Yeah. Uh, time of day and season, but um. And what's well, the uh, current uh, exchange rate from euro to yeah. US dollar? The, 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 what they list is U.S. dollars. Okay. okay so, um, Tower of Terror. Any idea? $25. 25 16 For a fast pass. For one person, fast pass, yes. I don't know, $10? I'm going to go with 30 because that was that's kind of like a top-tier attraction. Uh, no, Tower of Terror is 18 oh, So, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Oh, God, I that better $10. be the last nine. I'll accept $5 to ride that. <laughs> Eight. 18 what? <laughs> were you guys on it when you were there? Oh, that's a different ride there, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just wondering if the version is different. That's I all. don't believe so. No, I don't think we got on it, okay. which means it was nothing special. Yeah. Um, so Big Thunder was 14. Remy's Ratatouille was 14. Space Mountain was only 11. It and seems like quite a bargain. Yeah, that's quite a bargain. That's the one the blast off. Yeah, um, Space Mountain <laughs> Mission 2.0. Autopia and um, Star Tours were the lowest at 950. 
And this all depends on the demand of when you want, like what time of day it is, how busy it is. Correct. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the, the, this these were just example I prices. hate this so much. <laughs> I yeah. do too. I do too. I hate this so much. And I hate that, like, this is likely going to come to the States. Like, this kind it's of It's all but confirmed, really. I mean, it's yeah. it's like a really horribly kept rumor. And how do you do... How do you do this as a family of four? You can't. You can't. It's $80 potentially for, for one, one ride. Yeah. My, my time, I mean, at some point, I don't think I would ever do this. Like, I just, unless it was half that amount or less, I don't see myself doing it. I either not ride the ride or I'd wait. Correct. I, that, those are my choices. My choice is not to buy a fast pass at this amount. Correct. That's why I'm thinking it, they're gonna make, they're gonna just it's gonna be so expensive for an annual pass holder, but you'll get a decent amount of them, or yeah. it's gonna be their way to limit pass holders because then the pass may be cheap, but if you're always gonna have to do this, people just might say I'm not gonna buy an annual pass. How does Universal's system work? That's on a day by day basis, and it's not ride by ride. Correct. So, like, you pay for it and you get it for the day. Which, actually, like, if you know, like, okay, today's the day we're going really hard. Like, we're going to be in the parks from open to close. Like, maybe not a bad idea to do. But this attraction by attraction thing is, like, the most uh, disgusting to me. Like, like, I would pay probably more if they just said the whole park for the whole day. But it's, like, the choosing because when it comes down to it... There's not a ride I like there enough to be paying over $10 to Fast Pass. And right. most of them sound like they're over and this, $10. And this surge pricing yeah, like, stuff is like so ridiculous. Gross. Like, that's what just grosses me out, that it's not like you don't get it for the day. So it's like, I uh, Universal is kind of tempting to me. Like, if I knew that we were going to go and try to do all the rides in one day, I, I would shell out for that. But it's this, like... Every ride is a decision. Like, I just don't. Feels like, like a carnival. Yeah, I just. Yeah, it does. It does kind of feel like. Yeah, but that. most carnivals, you don't pay to get in. Right. It's like Disneyland. Right. Well, you it's like Knobles. Isn't that Knobles well, yeah, thing yeah. that you pay per ride? Yep. Yeah. Cool for those Knobles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for all you. Really? Oh, right. That's the Pennsylvania <laughs> thing. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Super <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't everyone in the United States know Knobles? <laughs> and outside of the United States. Oh, gosh. Oh, All right, so. I just presumed they did. Let's <laughs> let's go to another topic that will, I'm sure, bring lots of ire. So we got lots of details around Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, and again, just to review, this is the cruise-like experience hotel uh, being built close to Hollywood Studios and Galaxy's Edge. Um, I'm sure most of you have seen it, so I won't ask you to offer guesses. So we know this is a 100-cabin Star Cruiser, and each experience is going to be a two-night, two-day experience. Um, so if you have two guests per cabin... I love how they did this, like the, the way they listed <laughs> the, the price. Yeah. So two guests per cabin. You see it, it's like... Uh, $1,209. You would think maybe per night. Okay, for the two people, 600 No, it's it's 1200 per per guest per night. Or 4800 Voyage. <laughs> and that's probably before tax, so we're talking... And resort fees. Yeah, yeah. you're looking at like $5,500. Yeah. Yeah, at least 10% probably. Yeah. You get a week-long Disney trip yes. for that amount. Or you like could get, you could get a, a lot more long than that. Hawaii trip for that amount with flights. Yeah, it, it, then, like, I could fly to Paris, <laughs> go to the Louvre, go to <laughs> Disneyland Paris. So then, if you go to if you put four guests in a room, you're up to just fifty nine ninety nine six grand. Um, so this again, it includes the two night stay, 
ongoing, immersive, and interactive entertainment where choices determine your experience. Okay, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, food and beverages. Yeah, I've heard, where have I heard this before? Right, yeah. right. Uh, food and beverages on the Star Cruiser, excluding alcoholic and specialty oh, beverages. Oh, get out! They don't even give you that. I nope. mean, come on. And a quick service meal at Docking Bay Seven. Oh, okay. thank God that seals that's it. Thank God I get bucks. a Ronto wrap. <laughs> F you. <laughs> um, admission to Disney's Hollywood Studios for one day on day two. Val- oh, you got valet parking. <laughs> and as they're calling it, you get a Galactic Star Cruiser data band known on your home planet as a magic band. No. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, and then they announced the itinerary. Um, this is the best. Yeah, this, this is... This is... This, this all just makes me cringe so hard. <laughs> Force is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Carry this on. is straight up the so, best. Much like a cruise, you're expected to arrive at a certain time. So as, as you arrive at um, 1 o'clock. So keep in mind, they're saying two days, two nights. You're starting at 1, and then your day ends at 10 o'clock two days from then. So it's not even 48 hours that yeah. you're there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, think right. about how fast 48 hours oh, right. I'm getting so mad about this and then, and then they have just you are scheduled for every time like it just, and, why is this fun what? and it also seems like really small chunks of time Yes, like the part in Hollywood Studios I mean you could potentially spend a full day in Hollywood Studios and really you're not there very long you're there from like 8 to 12.15 I want to say and, like, Rise of the Resistance is a long ride. Um, eating lunch can take a while if you're with a group. And Smuggler's Run is, a, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, that's going to be, like, two hours, the lunch, Rise of the Resistance, and Smuggler's Run. So what? You get to be there. Like, you can't really do anything else. So it doesn't really matter that that's included. And, and some of this stuff, I mean, Scott, you're our resident I'll bring uh, it on. I'll try and Star Wars expert. translate for you. But, like... They're doing something, some card, the card game that. Sabak? Yes. Sabak? Is that Sabak? Sabak. Like, why Why would I want. Why? Why would I want to do that? Because you're a huge I, fan and you want to play. I guess so. They're doing lessons from 3 30 to 4. And then there's muster from 4 to 4. I know, 30. that's crazy. What's muster? What is that? Well, that's when you're on a, a cruise ship. It's like the mandatory, you have to go out on the decks and they show you where the lifeboats oh, okay. are. It's like a safety but th- this drill. is on... It's on land. You know? yeah. right. But, right. So this is just going to be some like... <laughs> like, weird... remember your muster exercises? Like, that's what it's going to be like. They should have called it muster fall. What? Like, no. like <laughs> You know what my favorite thing on that schedule is, Rob? The unexpected story. Oh, potential story experience. No, okay. no, no. You, you were unexpected story moment. Yeah. For example, you might room. prove your mettle to join an elite smuggling ring. Hide a stowaway to help the resistance. That's unexpected a- story <laughs> moment. It's expected if it's on the schedule. When you put it on an itinerary, guess what? It's a fully expected story moment. Story. I I hate how they're called story moments. It's so dumb. Yeah, it might be I want this to fail more I know. than anything Please I've ever wanted fail. to fail. Oh, 1230. I gotta be there for the unexpected story moment. Also, my last huge gripe is how early breakfast is on your one full day there. It's seven to eight. Yep. You are joking. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, need, I mean, I'm awake, but like... <laughs> Not if you're going to be, like, up and not like you're going to be drinking because Lord knows you're not going to be locked in your room. To give you an idea, the night ends, the schedule ends 8.45 p.m. the night before with a special atrium entertainment. Jeez. Then they do lightsaber training, 1 to 1.30. That's after you go, after you come back from... Galaxy's Edge. Correct. Build model ship. (laughs) Three to three. Like... And how is that just a half hour? Like for the real? The model ship. <laughs> That's half hour. And then, and then, um, it's gonna look like yeah, like the, the, <laughs> it's just no, a bottle. <laughs> cocktails at Sublight Lounge, five to five thirty. Cocktails. That's no, one drink. No, it's gonna, it's gonna be it, like Gatorade. that. You have to pay for. It. Yeah, right. It's gonna be like here's some non-alcoholic things you can have for free, but then if you actually oh, want to make a little ultra, here's blue milk, milk, which I like. <laughs> 
But like not five thousand dollars for this, a weekend. This like. is a nightmare. This is an embarrassment for Disney that they are even trying to put this out there. It it, it just is. I don't care if they get like you know for the first. I think we said this at one point. The first six months of this, they're going to be full up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The for test sure. of this is going to be after they run through that first you know group of yeah, over enthusiasts. Who's ever going to have the money to go back? Like I mean, like it's just and why so, would like unless they're changing and, this right, every six months right. or something? Yeah, you're not going to go back for your unexpected story moment a second time, <laughs> right? You know that story moment. The the amount of like gross marketing that they're going to be doing for this, like of oh. sending people there mm-hmm. and like uh, the influencers, se- yeah, that's oh, going to bother me. And oh, sending so ce- and sending like celebrities, like ABC yeah. personalities, hundred percent. They're going to sitcom it and like dressing them up and like. Just like this just is so much fun. Gross yeah. pandering, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can feel the to. force here. <laughs> yeah, I hate this. I, I hate, hate it. I hate it too. I, I, hate I it. appreciate them taking a. Ch- I mean, there's nothing like this, right? I, I, I so them thinking outside the box, and you know, but this is just. It's insane. It's they're, they might be doing the right thing, but they're doing it the wrong way. Because this was the whole, this was the package that they presented for Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. that they then pulled mm-hmm. the plug on. Like like you said, we where have we heard this before? Well, this was how they sold Galaxy's Edge originally. So now they're like, eh, we didn't do it there. We're going to do it here. And we're going to charge $6,000 a night for it. That's crazy. It's gross. It's just <laughs> yeah, it gross. Really, it makes me so mad. It just really makes me mad. Because just, like, I'm just going to have to grin and bear it for the first, like, year, probably, of seeing stupid idiots going there and being like, it's so cool. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be great, but it's not worth that much money. It's not. Even if you, like, did what you wanted to do, you didn't have to go to all these things, which, I mean, what? They can't make you. No one can make me wake up. (laughs) You know? Like, they can't make you go to these things, but it's just like... Yikes! I, I I hate it. I hate. But you're it. paying. Like, I mean. Yeah. So you want to do everything because you're right, like, oh I'd be my like, gosh. I have no interest in this card game, but I feel obligated because I'm spent. <laughs> like if I broke that half hour section of time into a couple Money. hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like really. But to your point, I think the thing that would frustrate me is. I'm having fun at the cocktail hour and yeah. 5.30 rolls around. They're like, all right, we're going to go play Pazak. And you're like, no, nah, I'd like another drink, thanks. And they're like, nah, cocktail hour's over, man. Yeah, and Time I think- to go build a ship in a bottle. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome, thanks. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't... The- the influencers on Instagram yeah, are going to be, be so it, it, un- uh, unbearable. God. Unbearable. Disney, pay me to go to this. Yeah, I would. The dose of real. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do this on someone else's dime. Yeah, Matt Walsh. And I will give it a very good review. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to do it on Disney's dime. I don't want to have to sit and suck up to this <laughs> stupid thing. What and then give I wouldn't sign an NDA. I wouldn't sign an NDA or anything, or like, no, I, or sign just, any kind of contract. I am not going to be part of the problem. Part of the problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be. We should like set an alarm for one year. When when's the opening date, Rob? I'm sorry, I don't want to put you I, on the spot. Do um, we have an actual? I know what they're saying. Spring 2022. Okay. So maybe. So a when year we from when reservations are, people go. We'll start a timer. Yeah, we'll start a timer. Yeah. I'll have a pretty good. I you know being the the travel agent i'll have a pretty good sense of -hmm. how this is selling Mm -hmm. we get words of these things yeah um so but but again i I think (laughs) i give it like 18 months wow yeah and then they then they they pivot to it's going to become some sort of regular hotel room it's going to be super expensive sure but i think it'll go per night yeah that would be nice i wonder if they're booking every night too like, do you think Well, that's why I, I, it's just like a cruise, right? I mean, you right. disembark, and then that next group's coming in at 1 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. That's Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. That was... I knew that was going to be a lively discussion, mm-hmm. so... You were, you were right. <laughs> um, so, you know, COVID's still going on. Um, Disney is requiring their... Uh, yeah, it's still, unfortunately. Okay. Um, 
all the I see all these memes of the uh, my summer plans the and the build of our, the, some of them are free. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, they're no, great. I, yeah, I can't come up with these things. I, I give people credit that do these memes. Um, but side tangent, sorry. Um, so they're going to require the Walt Disney Company is going to require vaccinations for its cast members. This is outside. It's all salaried and non-union hourly employees. Uh, they have sixty days to comply. Um, any New employees are going to be required, and now they're within talks uh, with the union for all the union employees to be vaccinated. Hmm. Are most of their people union? Like your ticket no taker idea. or whatever? Or I, I, I believe, I think they're part of a That's service. That's kind of what I thought. If it's SEIU, perhaps. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the bus drivers, all of them have. Yeah. I would think. Right, and then probably. Beyond that, you, they're not. But uh, your manager, well, yeah. Um, so, and this goes for uh, this is all U.S. employees. They're they're saying how how do they do this um, globally? Mm-hmm. Do you do you so? I'll ask this. You know, going to a concert next weekend, the venue is requiring vaccination or a negative COVID test to get in. Um, does Disney do this with the parks at some point? I hope so. I, I, you hope so, but do, do they? Yeah. I, I think it's not unreasonable for them to say... The The only question, I guess, I don't know how the concerts are checking this. I, I guess they're asking for a so the, the card so, or whatever. So the, the way it was described in the email I got was you could bring your physical card... Or a picture of it, which seems shady, bizarre. Yeah, right. I mean, is is that all window dressing? Are they even going to? Ch- you know yeah. what I mean? It's like if you're not vaccinated, or not going to get a test. Yeah. Like, are people just going to not try? Right. But then after people go to one or two shows, then, word spreads. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, there has to. I mean, they have to. to you know? Do you? <laughs> A picture, you could just Photoshop your name onto yeah. somebody's cart, right? Yeah. I mean, people. Make much more sophisticated things than that, does you know? So, I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it's a good question. I'd I'd be interested to see. I how think this it's so. Works. I think it's so difficult because a concert you're going in and that's it. Disney, right. like, what do you do every time you go into Epcot? Every time you go into a restaurant? I don't. Yeah. Right, I don't know. It's way too difficult. <laughs> um, what else do we have? So th- this this one I think we'll enjoy. <laughs> Space 220 to open mid 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 October mid September at Epcot. So um, we got some. If you guys follow Zach Ridley, which we encourage you to do, uh, Imagineer in charge of Epcot, he released some really good video of a walkthrough. I, this thing looks awesome. I think. And I, there's um, still no reservations. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but I'm still calling it Space Duran. Space Duran. <laughs> Yeah, so um, they're saying it's going to be – the interesting thing, it's going to be a two-course prefix menu for lunch and a three-course prefix menu for dinner. Um, the executive chef, Mark Krush, I no idea who that is, but I, I'm – this looks – Oh, I neat. love this idea. I love – I've wanted to go to this ever since it was supposed to open in February of 2020. I love how dark it's in there. I like. Um, I love the seats look really comfortable. They're like squishy, <laughs> and they look like they're all kind of big tables, which I like too. They look like they're like six tops. Yeah. Will they have some sort of tang cocktail? <laughs> like they got it right. <laughs> like that's like that's where old. you went with this. Was like <laughs> it's like one of those things that like you learn. Can you get astronaut school? ice cream for dessert? Ooh, the ice cream of the future. Dippin' Dots. Dots. <laughs> no, like, when you hear about Tang, like, that's, like, one of the first things you hear in elementary is like, that's what the astronauts drink. Like, how do they not make a, a Tang That's a good cocktail? question. I think, I think I you need to write to that. them. Yeah, it was invented by the, oh. the NASA. Or, yeah. It's powdered. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever had Tang. It's oh, very yeah. sweet. Is I it, like, sun and weed? Yeah, no, it's, no, it's, it's not. not. Well, not taste-wise, but it's consistency-wise. I guess, it, depending yeah. on how good you mix it. It's, it's like, more like Metamucil. Mmm, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> no, he's nuts. You ever have Metamucil. the powdered iced tea in a can? Yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> Tatley or whatever. 
it's like crystal light yeah. orange. Okay. It, it's I like it. Okay. It is it's super it's not um like um Sunny D is like bitter, more, like sour yeah, to me. Yeah. This is much more sweet. 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 Okay. Full okay. on sweet yeah. sugary. <laughs> well, I'd love to have a tank cocktail then. Yeah. I, I can maybe next time I'll bring some up. I actually have a my Do dad, you? Yeah, my dad'll buy it for me. We can make a cocktail and I suggest know. it we, to Yeah, we should we should make a cocktail and have this as like the preemptive. Okay, let me think about this. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, like anything. Go ahead, like, try one. I'll I'll try to make one at my house. We'll bring them over the next we'll time we have a podcast. Okay. okay. Listen, I'm sure that the menus are pretty much set in stone, right? <laughs> no, they're not, Matt. We can make, we can be part of the future. <laughs> but a tang cocktail is, you know, come on. How are you not going to do that? How you that? not doing I also love every time I hear 220, I'm like 220 feet. So I will <laughs> screw that up. I know it's 220 miles, but like I've been in my head saying 220. What is it? 220 miles to like the. To the leave space. the Earth's space. atmosphere? Yeah. Uh, That's like what Jeff Bezos just did. Who? <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Anyway. <laughs> Don't know what that is, okay. but... Um, we, there's a lot of news. Um, so, we have... Um, we, we took guesses on the Christmas party mm. um, that's going to happen. We got... But for the Christmas party, it's going to be Disney Very Merriest After Hours. Um, similar to the Boo Bash, uh, four-hour event. Anyone? Anybody uh, see the pricing? I did not. So the Boo Bash was one twenty-nine to one ninety-nine, depending on the date. The very merriest after hours starts at one sixty-nine. What? Up to two forty-nine. Shut up. Yep. What time can you go into the park? Did they tell you? Um, I don't know what time. Um, I know. Nine p.m. Other it's than midnight. Other than it's a four-hour event. Four oh, hours. That really is horrible. I was just joking, but that really isn't. That's like eight. That, that's eight to midnight. Hope you weren't getting your. Uh, hope you weren't planning on getting your children gifts this year. He says it, it, you could get in as early as seven. Oh my Atlanta! <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Yep. Uh, I will say, I will say, um, yeah, I'm trying to find, so the last two nights are two, 249. Most nights are 209. That's still ridiculous. The yeah. party was $99. Um, I will say, so they had their first boo bash, mm-hmm. um, and you know, we speculated what that was going to be like. So people compared it very much to the previous after hours events that they were doing. I don't think any had any of us. Were you? To, Didn't no, you those were like pass holder things at the, Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah, the, the the straight after hours. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> Sorry, my cat just is the least graceful <laughs> animal right. in the world. Um, but they were they were compared. They said basically every attraction was either a walk on to most a ten minute wait. Okay, well that's nice. I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> but that's essentially what that FastPass stuff is doing. Right. Yes, that's going to be same comparable. Thing. It's like Disney's doing everything in their power to make me not want to support them. <laughs> no. Yeah. I had that uh, that very thought um, uh, recently yeah, after yeah. this it, last yeah. experience. It's one yeah. of those things where it's like, you know... Uh, it's a it's a delicate game that they're playing here that they're like it just seems like some maniacal greed monster in corporate <laughs> is like let's see where the line is let's keep pushing it and then eventually people are going to be like all right there's the line and people are going to actually presumably vote with their wallets and being like okay we figured out where it was that's we pushed it too far Right, yeah, like right. It has I mean, to I've, get to yeah. that breaking point. Well, well, the biggest complaint everyone has is the parks are too crowded. So what do you do? You either limit it and limit your income, or you raise the prices and price people. It's becoming less and less of a middle class vacation for a family. Mm-hmm. For us, it's one thing too. Yeah. Like you know, we're not traveling with kids. Uh, you know, we're only usually paying for one or two of us, like, I mean, within a household, so. 
I guess um, the, that, but that's not the only option. The other option is open two more gates in Florida and spread out the people that you've got coming because you've got the money. <laughs> well, sure, but you're you're filling it up. You're filling up the resorts on a daily basis. I mean, you're charging surge pricing for every resort you have open. But what's the problem Invest. we're having right now? Is it lack of staffing and that's why it seems so crowded? Or is it actually more crowded than pre-coronavirus? Like, that's that's what I have a hard time figuring out. Like, why are... Why did we feel like when we were just there in July that like it took hours to get on every ride? There's no fast passes, so that was a way to control crowds in some way. Um, but yeah, people say the entertainment is missing. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Okay, I understand a, a, your three o'clock parade, your your fireworks. I understand those, but I mean. Does a character meet and greet eat up that many people? No. But I'm thinking Hollywood Studios has Beauty and the Beast. They have Little Mermaid that are both still closed. Or did Beauty and the Beast reopen like today? No no idea. And like Fantasmic is a huge people eater. I mean, that's a stadium sized people eater. But I mean, that definitely hurts. But like midday, does it like. I just felt like. It was so prohibitive to get on anything. At well, and even stuff series. like ordering food at <clears throat> kiosks at Epcot. Mm-hmm. It just felt like those lines were brutal. And, you know, France is always long. France was long. I mean, I stood in line for one of those Grey Goose um, orange Frozen, things. Or, yeah, Frozen, yeah, yeah. For like 25 minutes. Wow. That's a long time. And there's yeah. only so many people that can work in one of those little buildings. Yeah. So right. I don't know that it could be staffing. Hmm. Yeah, it's... I mean, do we think that the park capacity is pre-COVID now? Because I think it is. Um, I, uh, so... Because they're, they're not being transparent about those numbers for obvious reasons, but... I wanted to... So there was a quarterly uh, earnings call mm-hmm. with uh, the Delta variant, Bob Chapek. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw one of the memes that it was... Uh, my summer plans. It was Bob Iger, and then it said Delta Mary. It was Bob Chapek. So that's a good, uh, that's a, that's yeah. a good Disney yeah. one. Yeah. Um, he he said something that they rapidly increased um, attendance. I didn't get a chance to read the article in the traveling this weekend and whatnot, so um, I'm not entirely sure. Rob, do you want to share the quote that you sent me this week? Oh, no. Wait, I was probably... No, 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 no. Um, it was a Chapek quote. Oh. Oh, um, oh, oh, okay. This is from the shareholders meeting. This was a quote from Bob Chapek. We continue to utilize our yield management strategy to deliver the optimal guest experience and provide flexibility to the guests during the dynamic times all while driving economic margin for the shareholders. I have no Office idea what that. Babble. I have no idea. That's like we're trying to hike up the prices to make you guys happy while being flexible. I don't see that flexibility. Whew. It. So I'm just reading here quick. The the CFO, Christine McCarthy says we're expecting the parks to be fully staffed by the end of the calendar year 2021. We're going to be increasing capacities as we have the demand, and we're also being able to thoroughly train our employees as they come back in. This is a never, never, this is a never changing landscape with COVID. Never changing. That's probably mean ever changing. Yeah, I do. Yeah, from what you have. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be particularly careful and also going to bring our capacity online, online aggressively and measured. Those, those are, <laughs> those that's are an, Yeah, that's an oxymoron. Um, we're not going to just open the doors and fling them open. We're doing this in a measured fashion for the health and safety of not only our guests, but also our cast members in the park. Synergy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's major synergy. Yep. It's, it's actually kind of the worst of both worlds right now, because not only is there this feeling that the parks are overcrowded but then there's the park reservation system so you also can't just go where you want to go you got to wait for the there is no flexibility yeah yeah it's 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 a double whammy i mean you're actually 
I think if it would it would be one thing if it felt like that park reservation system was giving you some measure of like oh yeah whenever I go to a park it feels like it's you know an appropriate level of people in the park but that is not the case anywhere. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a problem. Mm. Well, that's that takes care of the news. <laughs> Man, that was a ray of sunshine. A real ray of sunshine. It was bad. I, was I apologize. Bad. I don't it's make fine. the news. I just report it. I'm just just cheer for the news. So, Scott, do you want to talk about our main topic? Yeah, sure. Um, so the topic that we have today, um, one of the things that we haven't talked about in quite some time, I don't think, uh, is just the very basics of when you go to Disney World for the first time or uh, you are taking somebody to Disney who hasn't been there maybe since they were a child. Uh, what what are the absolute must-do must-dos? A nod to Stacy, who is no longer <laughs> with us. With us. Yeah, I think she's alive. I'm, she's alive. But <laughs> Good she's riddance. Dead to no, us. No. Um, you know, so we've, we've got a friend of ours who is going to be making their first pilgrimage to Disney in quite some time. Uh, and just... We want to kind of talk about the things that you feel, and I look around the table here when I say you, uh, are the things that you would want to show to somebody who may not go to Disney all that often, may not go to Disney that that soon in the future, uh, but, but you would consider your must-dos for the parks right now. Uh, and so when I'm looking at this, at least for my own list, I was trying to take some of my own personal interests out of this and think more broadly uh, about the things that I think are necessities to to see if you're going to Disney once in say five years time or ten years or something like that does that seem like a good introduction there yeah that's great um I don't know how we want to organize this, but... Just shout them out. Yeah, I think just go around and we'll kind of nod or add on if we think okay. that's something that we doesn't have to well. be. We don't have to break them into just categories. The, just all right. Well, Matt, why don't you start us off? Are oh, we starting, yeah. like, by park? No. No, we're just, 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 just going for it. Whatever you go down your list. It's jazz, baby. <laughs> Is that jazz? I don't know. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with uh, Homecoming. That made so my list too. I would Mine think, too. I mean, you could just say Disney Springs in general, because if someone hasn't been to um, Disney in a, a long time, maybe they were there when Downtown Disney was there, maybe Downtown Disney was kind of in its infancy, or maybe they've never experienced it. But Disney Springs is, is pretty awesome, and, and something that I think I take for granted at how much it's grown, and of all the restaurants and food and drink options, of which there are... A litany of options there. Homecoming is for me the cream of the crop. If you could only do one, yeah, it's it's very um, unique in the way that it encompasses like Florida cuisine and Florida beverages. Talking about oxymorons, calling cuisine Florida cuisine, southern cuisine, southern, southern whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean you got. Just some delicious southern treats and moonshine drinks and and yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll I'll do another aside. So um, Holly and I were at uh, a concert venue in Indiana this past this weekend. Today. <laughs> Today, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah basically. And um, so they have they had a lot of different um, kiosks and different mm-hmm. vending and stuff. There was actually a Chef Art Smith stand. Oh, really? <laughs> they were selling like, fried chicken and biscuits. And I'm like, who's going to eat this before a concert? Like, it was, and there was no line. I felt, I felt kind of bad. And they had all the marketing with, like, his picture. Yeah. And, like, I would have. Yeah, I think I probably would have. Really? Biscuits that. before a concert? Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> I would eat. Oh, yeah, I would straight yeah. house fried chicken and biscuits before a concert. Wow, that is. Whew. I'm not, like, running a marathon. I'm watching a concert. I don't even care if I'm up and, like, enjoying myself. Like, yeah, I want a full tummy. But, yeah, it was just interesting. You're like, oh, there's Disney stuff everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I said doing at least one full lap around uh, World Showcase oh. Pavilion. 
Yeah. I said something similar. I said drink something or somewhere in Epcot in the in the international area of the World Showcase. Um, I feel like I feel like that's a rite of passage. Yeah, of like everybody talks about like drinking around the world. It's such like a like a buzzfeedy thing, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's definitely that's why it's, it's yeah. Do a loop. See, see the sights. I mean, you don't have to get a drink like that. Yeah. That's that's a step above getting yeah. a drink everywhere. But to just go walk one way around it yeah, and just see what there is to offer. Stop at things that catch your eye. Yeah. Wouldn't I, that be? Wouldn't it be that? The, wouldn't that be the top item? Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, to me. But <laughs> I don't know. I was what the top must do must. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly up there. For qualifying, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, what do you got, Rob? To me, I would say um, I would do a monorail um, resort loop mm. and check out and see. I mean, you could call it a bar crawl or just I don't know, just walk around the the, the three. Um, I almost called it Crescent Lake, but the three yeah. um, Seven Seas Lagoon Seven Seas Lagoon uh, resorts, you know, go Grim, to Trader yeah. Sam's, uh, the Poly, um, you know, the, the Wave at, well, it's no longer the Wave, but yeah. you could go just check out. I mean, Even that's always cool. Just your head into the contemporary. Yeah, the, yeah. the atrium and just see that and see the monorail going through. I um, said in general, just ride mm-hmm. the monorail, even if you don't get out. Yeah. I think that that's just... You know. And I said similarly, mm-hmm. go to a deluxe resort. I feel like that's like something that if you're just going to the parks and you're not really, um, you know, aware of what else is in Disney World, I think the deluxe resorts are really impressive. I think every single one of them has something very charming and well themed about it. So if and if you're going, staying there, even, even I know, better, but like, but I'm and... thinking about our friends specifically who we're going with in October, and like I wanted to go somewhere, and I guess we're landing on Wilderness Lodge, which is a great one. It's super impressive. They're they're all beautiful, but yeah. I think it's fun to. Oh my gosh, our cat is so loud. Um, <laughs> fun to see a deluxe resort. So, all right, Hall, what do you have? I said make a reservation, like a dinner reservation at a deluxe resort. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to pick another one? Since I feel like that is basically what Rob just said. Do you have another one that you want to highlight as one of your high? To be honest with you, not really. A lot of them were already. Oh, okay. Pretty okay. much. All right. Homecoming and. I got a whole list here. Yeah. All right. Kat? I'm going to say I had them broken down by park, but I'm going to say Magic Kingdom. I think you got to get on the Jungle Cruise. Mm -hmm. I I think that's like an OG thing that Mm -hmm. you just have to do. It's funny. Like it, it showcases like how... like Walt started the park like it's something that was there on opening day in 1955 in Disneyland and it's like a it's a classic it is a classic I think similarly you gotta get on Carousel of Progress okay you gotta you gotta see you gotta see Carousel of Progress I think that's a must do must do I would put in the same category as those Spaceship Earth that if you're yeah, looking yeah. At, like you, if you're talking about the things that you did in Disney World, I was inside the ball. Yeah, is one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is we're we're rolling the the boulder um, on rides like must do rides. So right, we can keep yeah, that. that that's kind of what I was agreeing with. Is that it's another one of those ones. that's just very indicative of what Disney has been. Yeah. Would you guys say it's a small world or or no? Mm-mm. Because no. I would never. As a must do, if you haven't been there ever, if you've never been to Disney ah, World, or if you haven't been there in twenty years, you haven't been there since you're a kid, you wouldn't say you got to do it's a small world. I think there's yeah. a huge distinction between those two things because if you were there twenty years ago, you probably did Small World because it hasn't changed at all. Okay, but so I think if you've, I think never, if you've been there, never been, maybe. But if you haven't been in like many years, okay. I think no, if you've never been definitely yes i i would agree with that matt i think it's it's important to to it's important to see that (laughs) (laughs) it is it is no it is i think it's yeah whatever (laughs) rob uh i would say do a nighttime show whether i mean most uh i don't know i 
mean fireworks or like an adult i guess or that right we're saying more of an yeah, adult yeah because per- if you haven't been there in like 20 years then you're an adult you're at least 20 okay. years okay. old in this scenario yes so i'm going with whatever epcot's uh nighttime spectacular is um currently right. epcot forever soon right. to be harmonious harmonious yes yeah. But you could substitute. I mean, you could easily substitute Magic Kingdom, or if Hollywood Studios had a fireworks show. I feel like if you saw a fireworks show, that would probably see. This is where you combine a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. You, you combine the monorail and you go to the oh. Polynesian and just watch the fireworks from the Polynesian. Eat at Ohana. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a good idea. All right. I was going to say Flight of Passage. Oh, yeah. That's Can't definitely. forget that one. Yeah, that's, that's like a, a, a big... So let's let's keep going with that. For if, a just, if not just Pandora in general, I was, too. Well, yeah. I was going to say, in, in Animal Kingdom, you probably have, what, a three a three fur of your, your must-do. I think there's only one must-do at Animal Kingdom, quite frankly. And as much as I love the Safari, as much as I love Expedition Everest, the only thing that I would categorize as a must-do in that park... Because if you were going to, this is just my opinion, and feel free to disagree, if you were going to cut out a park entirely in the interest of time, bye-bye Animal Kingdom for me. And um, I think Flight of Passage is the only marquee thing to do there out of, out of those three rides. I, I disagree. I disagree. That's fair. I, I knew that that would be... <laughs> that, that, that I would... think the must-do there is actually the safari. I agree. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. I mean, that is what makes Animal Kingdom different than any other theme park. Uh, it, it's, it was the whole inspiration for there being a fourth gate there. I, I think it's a safari. But I did have something else in Animal Kingdom. I, I did have Everest, even though I don't do it, so I was... I was trying to. Yeah, I, I feel like you would. Ride. And the way I think about this is, I would feel like if you went and you did Flight of Passage and you did the Safari, but you didn't do Everest, you didn't really finish yeah. Animal Kingdom as a park. That's kind of important if you're. You could skip everything else in that park. You know, Bugs Life, Nemo, whatever. That those three kind of are the check boxes that you need to say that you did Animal Kingdom. I also put the Nomad Lounge in there. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah, it for a true. little while. That, I mean, that's such a great place that if you can get one of those couches to hang out. Yeah. I also said that um, you, and this is funny that no one said this. It you have to see the castle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess you do need to. That's do pretty that. like, You have to. Yeah, like, and you can do. and you can uh, build that out by just saying like. You have to walk down Main Street, and by way, if if you do that, it's pretty hard to not see the castle. So, that's a must do, must do. Yeah, I had two more Magic Kingdom. I said Haunted Mansion and Space Mountain. I think space is so iconic. I had both of those. Yeah, it's such a great ride. Yeah, I had written, and I don't know that I feel this way, but I wrote all four mountains in Magic Kingdom. Like if you. We're only going there once in a generation. You probably would want to ride Space Splash, Dwarves, and Thunder. Definitely Dwarves. I just wrote down, like, classic rides. Yeah. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Gotta smell that water. Um, yep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. Uh, oh, I said the Skyliner. Oh, we said, a, the, we said the monorail, um, which is the, you know, the OG... But I think that um, the Skyliner is is really impressive, and even if you just get on it to get on it and like get off at a stop and then get right back on and, and go back from whence you came, or if you actually use it as transportation between parks or if you're going to the Riviera or something, I think that it's a, I think it's a must do must do. I think it's a, I mean it's it's that beautiful mix of it's sort of a ride and it's uh, thoroughly practical. I would say um, if there's a way to see property from a different perspective, and I mean a high perspective, mm-hmm. um, it gives you a, I don't know, whether it's the Dahlia Lounge at uh, the Coronado Tower or what's to assume be the Swan Reserve is going to be pretty high, I, or yeah. even, um, you know, the Contemporary in California Grill or the Top of the World Lounge. Uh, just to see some of the stuff from that vantage point is just really neat, es- especially the Dahlia Lounge where you can see everything from 
Animal Kingdom to Hollywood Studios to Epcot. It's just uh, it's just a really unique perspective. No one has said Galaxy's Edge yet, which well, is, that's, it's yeah. just bonkers. It's on my list. The, the way I had it written was, if I was going to take somebody to Hollywood Studios, I would want to show them in this order. Star Tours, Falcon, Rise of the Resistance. So you could kind of see the progression, the progression mm. of of those attractions from, you know, the earlier one, which is Star Tours, on up to the the newest of any of the rides in any of the parks. I, I feel like that would be a good way to, to see I think that. you could skip Star, Star Tours if you had to. But but you wouldn't have to, because that's easy to get on. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's like one of the... I mean, I, sure, if it had an hour wait, yeah, you could skip it. But I think you could easily squeeze that in on most trips. But if you were trying to do... If you had a Hollywood Studios day, and you were trying to do, let's say, the big ones, like you're trying to do Toy Story Midway Mania, which I would say is a must-do. I agree. You're trying to do um, Smuggler's Run. You got a Rise of the Resistance Fast Pass. Well, then all of a sudden... Or um, whatever they're Boring calling pass. it. <laughs> Boarding pass. Um, there's a lot of other stuff there that you're like, oh, there's rock and roller coaster. There's um, Tower of Terror, and I'm not Mickey saying that these Minnie. are. Ne- there's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and I'm not saying any of these are are must dos. But if you're factoring all those in, and there's only a finite amount of time, that's where I'm saying like, if you only got one day at Hollywood Studios, I think you can skip Star Tours in the interest of doing other things and not just having Star Wars like run your whole day yeah unless you're like unless the person's a star wars nuts and and star wars nut and they want to see everything but you know i mean yeah i i I see what you're saying i think i would probably write off say tower of terror before i would write off star tours that's that's ludicrous that's my personal (laughs) opinion but i see what you're saying as far as yeah filling up the time it would be pretty full but i think must do even if you don't gun on any of the rides you have to see Galaxy's Edge. It's, you it's, walk through it. It's yes. insane. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Just to to come around that corner and see the Millennium Falcon is, even if you're not a huge uh, Star Wars fan, it's just a, a sight to be seen. Yeah. Sight to behold. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I also, I know we kind of talked about Disney Springs, but I'm saying eat. And I know you said homecoming. That was one of them. Um, I said, or at Morimoto, if you can't get into it, because that's really impressive too. Um, You have to get your sweets at either Sprinkles or Gideon's. Um, You have to get your drinks at either Jock Lindsay's or the Boathouse. I think if you eat Or homecoming. Well, I but I already had homecoming and eat, but it it's on my play on words. My eat, sweet, and drink. You have to go to either of those to fully experience or shop at Uniqlo, World of Disney, or the Marketplace Co-op. Added three for that one because if you're gonna shop, there's a lot of good shopping there. Yeah, that's a good one. That pretty much hits all the must dos. Yeah, Disney I think Springs. what you what you talk about there is showing somebody who hasn't been there in a while what Disney can do with theming and, you know, like your... Outside of a park. Yeah, yeah. Like the Gideon's Place with their their theming in there, or Jock Lindsay's for that matter, is so well done. Yeah. Those are good examples. If you can't get them over to, say, Trader Sam's, because that's a bit of a schlep, that you could show them an example of what that's like over at Disney Springs. Yeah. I also had... this This is random... Um, we actually just went with our niece and nephew have, who haven't been in probably 16 years. Um, and they're both adults. Uh, they're both over 18 now. Um, and my niece, who is not of drinking age, but she really liked the World Showcase. We did like the Ratatouille scavenger hunt and she loved doing that. Like it was really fun. We just walked around and did that. Um, but <laughs> she, we bought the caramel corn at Caramel Couch for her mom who was sitting and just waiting for the uh, fireworks. And the next day she said to me, Hey, Catherine, I think we should get more of that caramel corn. That was really good. And I was like, well, that's only an Epcot. So no, we're not doing that today. Um, and that left a lasting impression on like everybody was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So yes, caramel you should get the caramel corn in the Werther's store in Germany because it's amazing. It's a good point. I always have mm-hmm. to bring it back back. Yeah, for, for I the brought folks. some for my parents as well. <laughs> they were very appreciative. Give me I just a regular word. Eat a, original. Eat a bunch of mine. I because I forgot that 
she starts liking it now, and she oh. didn't tell me to get a bag. Oh, and so you got a double to Holly here. What so, yours is mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right, but yeah, I need to get two bags next time. Oh, yeah. Um, we have a we have a silent special guest in the back of the room here who had a few ideas. Our neighbor Joe is here, our friend and neighbor who had some good suggestions. Um, so Joe, what do you have? Well, first of all, I'm the champion of the trivia. Yes, yes, our, our WDW oh, right. Happy yes. Hour Zoom trivia. He's this our is rating a, apparently champ. your award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he get, he award. gets a free spot on the pod. <laughs> well, I came into it a little late, but what I was thinking was, number one for us is a pick in front of Magic Kingdom at night. Yeah. Oh. Um, Where would I, that be? In front of the castle or in front of the ad- entrance? Yeah, I think there's like a circle before yeah, right the Magic there. Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you can look kind of big, but it's, you yeah. know, all nice right and colorful. Right before the hub. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one thing that Catherine has done for us, because, well, first of all, if you haven't been in a long time, you should go with someone that's been there recently. Mm-hmm. Because there's just sheer efficiency in someone knowing or having an idea of what to do. Um, but one thing Catherine has done for us is she's taken a lot of pictures or done the Disney, they have the Disney photo pass. Mm-hmm. So she comes back and has, you know, hundreds of pictures. She compiles them together and then creates a YouTube video. And we sort of have all of those things. And they're forever. fun to watch. They're like yeah. good. They're like good. We watch them all the time. <laughs> oh, truly. Literally. And you know, our kids watch it. You know, every week for the most part. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's an eight an eight minute video, and that's well, at least perfect for me as a parent that needs a minute. <laughs> I like getting a perspective of someone who's sentimental because I feel like I'm not, and I don't really think that Catherine's especially sentimental either. So you're like, you bring up like something like that, like photos and videos that like I can have for the rest of my <laughs> life, and I can look back on the memories I've had, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess. I guess you, someone would want to do that. <laughs> it was, the song is Making Memories. Yeah, so, it yeah. was the song Making I mean, Memories. Right obviously, there. you should appreciate your friendship with me a little bit more. <laughs> oh, no, I do. <laughs> I appreciate it right now. He, he's living in the moment. Yeah. You know? Just but, so present. And then, of course, the I think the last thing, my wife brought this up, Aaron, um, it's near and dear to our hearts, is Hollywood Studios. If you haven't been to Disney World in a very long time, Hollywood Studios is way different. Yeah. I was on the Hollywood <clears throat> Studios train like before all the expansion Wars, stuff. Yeah. I loved everything and then now it's it's even greater. So it's interesting that you right. say that, Joe, because we've said on here on this podcast within the past I would say five years Five years ago, this was not a full day park for most of us. We it was didn't a half think day. that yeah, right. Definitely. There wasn't enough to do. And now in this very episode, we've sat here and talked about how you might have to cut things out right. to get it all in in a day. Which but I is... think I think that we even forecasted that that well, we were sure, like, yeah. that we said like at the time like Waiting we know years. that like two years yeah. from now we're going to be mm-hmm. singing very different tunes. But as it stands right now, with like all the construction, when Star Wars wasn't there, when like you know Great Movie Ride was closed, like there was just a bunch of nothing to do there. And it, now look where it is. Let me let me throw this at you. If you had three days with a guest, which park would you not go to? He already said. Animal you already Kingdom. said. What what about you? Um, I'm, I'm pointing to Joe. Oh, sorry. Uh, it would probably be Animal Kingdom. I mean, at that point, we have a ride. I mean, even Pandora, I guess, is pretty new. So there's a couple new rides there. But I'd rather go to Epcot because there's some heavy hitters there. And we actually like the Magic Kingdom rides, even though they're a little. Well, there's sheer volume in Magic Kingdom. I know Kingdom there's too. so much. There's to so do much in Magic, in Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. That's could, honestly, at this point, it seems a little bit more like Animal Kingdom has become the half day park. I've if you're really, a, I've always been a believer of that. I've yeah. never. I I don't think I've ever done a full day in Animal Kingdom. Me how could you? Yeah. Yeah. How could you? How could you? Plus, it closes at seven p.m. Right, now, that's so true. it's gross. No, no fireworks. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a pretty easy answer for that. I think if you don't have children, you could possibly make the argument for Magic Kingdom. But even as an adult, if you haven't been in 20 years mm-hmm. or right. you've never There's been, so how are you going to go there how do you not go to Magic and not Kingdom? go to Magic right. Kingdom? That's like, seems insane. Yeah. Something else Joe brought up before we started recording was staying on property. Mm-hmm. Again, that works with the efficiency <laughs> that like the buses are, you know, 
usually more convenient than not um, and keep you moving and especially if you're staying somewhere on the skyline or like Art of Animation or Pop Century or the Riviera Caribbean. Ooh, those those resorts got such an upgrade with that. Plus, it's nice to not dip out of that bubble at any point. Yeah, you can. I mean, you know, we can complain about the the greed of Disney and whatever (laughs) and them nickel and diming. But it is totally a different trip. It's a different vibe when you're staying off property. And there is pure convenience of how close you are. And like you said, just being in the bubble that I agree. Like, I think that. If you have the means, you should you should probably stay on property. Yep. Yeah, I feel like every resort there has like a different vibe, a different oh, yeah. feel, a different theme, and it's always nice like going and experiencing. I mean, you got your your magic in the parks, yeah. But then when you leave, I'm, it kind of continues. Yeah. But oh yeah, and you get the variety with yep. all the different resorts. There's like always so much to see. Yeah, big like the, fan the, of the, resort house. The beauty and grandeur of. All star oh, movies. Some resorts. Most of them. Yeah, many. Many. Mods and up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some we'll some listener <laughs> who's like absolutely favorite resort is all star movies just screaming in their car right now. <laughs> you don't even know. That's the only one we It's ever... really good. That's the only one we It's ever a home run. run. No. That's sports. That's yeah. sports, guy. Oh, wait. I was thinking all-star it's sports. Blockbuster. <laughs> it's a blockbuster. It's a blockbuster. Yeah, there. That's good. It's That's a home good. run. <laughs> Scott's only ever seen sports movies. Oh, my gosh. That's true. I didn't even think about that. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about Field of Dreams. It counts. <laughs> all right. Any other ones before we... Well, we'll have to report back with what we yeah. ended up actually yeah. doing. <laughs> I know, because some of these, I'm like, are we really going to do that? Yeah, I'm saying they're must-do, must-dos, but are we really going to do it? And these are hyper-dependent on length of stay, too. Yeah. Like, as we've kind of talked about making cuts where you need to. If you're there for a week, well, then... Do it know, all. Do all of it, yeah. Do as much as you can. Try everything. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> got it back. I got it back, guys. You got it. You got it. <laughs> all right. Does anybody have any uh, last calls? feel like there was something big that we didn't talk about that i was like are we gonna talk about and now i can't Scarlet remember Johansson, we already did what no i was just kidding <laughs> we already talked about that i don't remember what it was and i'll remember it immediately after we stop yeah as My, soon as you guys what i was home. gonna suggest was the fight between shapek and the actor from shang chi and the I didn't ten rings yeah, oh yeah he he went after him on twitter for calling the movie only release an experiment Oh. He was not real happy about that. Oh, boy. No, I was not. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I was not. I guess they're not doing the Disney Plus premiere, whatever release for that. They're just doing it in theaters. And so JPEG was calling it an experiment. And he was like, no, we don't. He's like, I'm super psyched about this. It's going to be amazing. Don't call us an experiment. Yeah. (laughs) This is my livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm not well known yet. I'm glad you're. Yeah, I'm not Chris Evans. Can you not experiment on my yeah, potential right. future? Oh, I thought that's what you were going for, but no. maybe not. No, I didn't even hear about that. That's I would be pissed mm-hmm. off too if I were him. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.